podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Still paying hundreds of dollars for prescription glasses? Let's change that. At Zenni.com, our factory direct model means no middlemen or outrageous markups. Just the same quality frames and lens options as the other guys for one-tenth the price. Zenni offers prescription glasses starting at $6.95, as well as affordable sunglasses, blue blockers, and more. The best part? Try any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Visit Zenni.com today and change the way you buy glasses forever. Well, they walked into Madrid with hope in their hearts, and they'll walk away with the greatest prize in club football, Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool's King to the Cot are champions of Europe once again. Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Cop and Fracas, proudly part of the Social and Fracas Network. I am your host today, Christian, fresh from uh, coming off watching Quarantine Radio, uh, not doing heinous activities as, um, as certain people alluded to last week, but um, less about that the better. Um, joining me tonight to talk about all things LFC, uh, what, what we could conjure up all things LFC, I have Ellis. What's going on mate? No, all good man, all good, how about you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, man. I'm not too bad. How you? Uh, how you filling the void of not having a footy in your life? Oh, mate. Uh, yeah, I'm starting to go mental in it. Starting to go insane. I heard, heard the Bundesliga is coming back soon, so yeah, kind of excited for that. Yeah, I can't. I, I need something back. I think I was. I think it was last week. I was watching a Celtics Pacers game one of last season's playoffs, and I think the, <laughs> I genuinely think the final score was seventy nine eighty two. <laughs> it's like one of the lower, lower scoring like, yeah, NBA yeah, games. It's like, Crazy, man. It's like I'm that starved to just to, just to watch stuff. I just need to kind of get something you know, there. But uh, I hope, mm-hmm. uh, the sooner we get over it, the better. Uh, I'm also joined yep. by Julie, Julian. Yo, man, what's good? It's nice to be back, man. I haven't been on there for a couple of weeks, and it's just nice to be back. You know? Yeah, man. All, all nice and refreshed. You know, come brought you back like the Winter Soldier. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I like. I even got a facial yesterday. You know, like it was just, it was just amazing. Like my my skin feels nice. You know, enjoying this time without football. You know, I feel sorry for my brother though. He literally just texted me and said, "He's not. There's no football in them the Netherlands until the first of September." Oh man. So that's pretty. Yeah. So that's that's bad, but yeah, man. Just getting by without football, you know. I've kind of started to live life without football a bit. You know, it's kind of weird. 
But when it comes back, I need it back. I need that Premier League, so... <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so bring it back. But yeah, I'm cool, man. No, good stuff. I'm glad you're taking care of yourself, man, because it's a bit of a... It's a mad one. It's like you can fall out of your routine and kind of like, just get lazy yeah. and stuff. But no, you gotta gotta do all the things to keep yourself feeling good. And I, I feel you on the football withdrawal. It's like um, this this is how like recovering drug addicts must feel. You know, like <laughs> they've got all that out of the system. You know, they're carrying on. You know, they, but you know, but then but then when the hit comes back, this is what I've been missing, uh. man. I need that back. You know what I mean? Uh, last but not least, I am joined by Anik. What's going on? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. How about you? Yeah, good. Just keeping busy during self-isolation, trying to spend as much time as I can in the garden. Now the sun's come out a bit. Um, got a personal keep-you-up challenge that I'm trying to do, keep my head straight as I'm missing football a lot. Oh, good stuff, man. You, uh, you're learning new skills uh, whilst you're uh, in self-isolation? Well, I'm on, I'm on 73 at the moment. Hopefully by next week I can do an around the world and a hundred, and then we'll take it from there. Right, we're going we're gonna to be seeing you in on uh, you know on those five aside videos soon enough. <laughs> soon enough, bro. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the just, playing, uh, just having a kick about with myself. Yeah? <laughs> hey, you never know. You could. I mean, some of the um, goal recreation videos I've been seeing on Twitter have been absolutely superb. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, let's get let's get into everything. Um, I just want to give a quick um, I just want a quick quick discussion about. I know we've we've been talking about it a fair bit. Uh, the leaked um, night kit that apparently uh, surfaced last week. Uh, let's just do a quick whip around and see how we all felt about that. Was there anything you changed about the design? Did, and first and foremost, did you actually like it? Whack, trash, <laughs> trash. <laughs> trash. I, I saw I saw it. And I was like, come on, Nike, man. Like, I've, to be honest, I haven't been impressed with night kits for years now. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. Yeah, since maybe like you know when Chelsea and um, Tottenham had their got their night deal, like ever since then it's not been like the kits itself, the designs have not been impressed. But I'm here for the tracksuits. But yeah, that design's got to be better. Tracksuits, I'm all here for. I'm just, I just want that that drippy LFC night tracksuit. I'm alright with that. But yeah, the shirts it's got to be a lot better, a lot better. Yeah, I I, I thought the exact same thing. Um, I thought the collar was a bit weird. I think it might just been the photo in general, uh, which made it look a bit look a bit whack. But some of the images that have followed up have made it look at look fairly decent. Uh, L, Anik, how about how yeah. about yourselves? What did you guys think? Yeah, same, same. I didn't like it at first. I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of the green. I didn't know where the green came for. I don't know why we got the green there. But then I saw a picture of um, a mock up with uh, Trent. Thought it looked all right there. And I saw the real thing, or the supposed real thing, for it looked okay. But I agree with Julia, man. That's whack, man. That's just some easy design. Like, come on, man. You've got to come better. But nice if you did that for a hot minute, man. That's what I'm it's saying. There's a lot of templates. The copy yeah, and paste. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just templates, one size fits all. But I heard that they've got like an individual thing where they're going to do like individual kits for everyone. So they better do it like a bespoke Liverpool top. That's what we're here for. I mean, I don't know if you've all seen the. Um, so they always do something weird with the third kits, don't they? For um, for all the all the clubs. Um, I think the best one I've seen is that Inter Milan one, where it's like all black and I kind of use that old school Nike badge. Um, oh yeah, the, the yeah. PSG one's amazing as well for that. Yeah, I love like that. Yeah, that yeah. Like that. Those, those those third kits. Are... Yeah. That first kit design even that would be so good, but nah, it's not gonna happen, man. 
the girl was just going to give us like you know a fitted you know uh, uh you know a fitted a fitted, a fitted night top like everyone else and then just go crazy with the design in the third but if the if, you know what yeah to be fair if the green part was gold that could have looked all right mm. Mm. If the green part was gold, like it would have matched the gold badge, you know, it would have like that would have looked okay. But the green was just like that was nasty, man. Like what out of nowhere, green, you know? Yeah, green, like I don't understand that. Like, where did they get? Where did they get green from? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, gold, gold is there. Like it's literally yeah, slam dunk for each yeah. gold. Like at least. I think the I mean? gold badge is the best thing about the Trent mock-up of the kit. Really, I wasn't too <laughs> sold on the green. Um, nah. And yeah, I think it's just just a lazy way out, really, for Nike. Would have expected a bit more. Yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a strange one, especially when you see all the the random mock ups that other people have done. Um, and it's like, how can other, how can people's you know whose graphic design is just like their second job mock ups be better than the actual Nike kit that's been leaked online? But you know, uh, hopefully they they kind of change a few things around and you know make a little bit of a splash on the first Nike kit. For LFC, but let's cut into you know, let's cut into the actual discussion of what we're going to talk about today on the pod, boys. Um, so we kind of sent out a graphic last week talking about who your top three Liverpool attackers would be. Um, I think we caveated that with what would your top three Liverpool attackers be of the Premier League era. Um, as you know, we've we've kind of had a bit of discussion about the, the era based stuff anyway, saying that you know certain man would get panned. Um, if they were brought from their previous era into this era, era, you know, they'd be running around like drunkards and whatnot. But um, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, this was also covered on the, on the on the main part as well, which had me howling in some sections. Uh, shout out to Harold for holding it down for a cop and fracas as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, just so just following off on that, I want to ask you all who your you know top three and personal front three um, would be. LFC wise because I know there were some interesting suggestions flowing out there I think I even actually saw someone say that they wouldn't have Salah and I shit you not they said they have Luis Garcia instead I uh, and I was just yeah I saw that as well yeah I saw that I, I was thinking I don't know what I think he's still sipping that juice from um, 2005 I, in Istanbul bro. I, I, I don't know <laughs> what I don't know Matt said Luis Garcia do you know how many men, do you know how many men have been uh, in the club since Luis Garcia, bro? He's not playing not for even, us for like 13 years. Not even, not even Dirk Cow. Man said Luis Garcia does. Whoa. All right. Ah, you must really like him, man. <laughs> it's like press, president of the Luis Garcia fan club. We've got like, you know, a Luis Garcia Insta page and stuff. Uh, we even asked him if he was okay if he was like correcting what he said. He said, Yeah, I was like, Okay, I love how every single man on Twitter turned to Stephen A. Smith real quick. I'm like, Stay off the weed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, what? Oh. Um, but yeah, uh, L, I'll let you go first on this one. Uh, your personal favorite NFC front three. Uh, I think I went. I went Mane, Suarez and Salah. I went just those three because I think everyone approached it on a like um never in a fantasy thing, but on a more what would be the how would I say well, what would gel the most and I think it would be those three because yeah, you can have uh Suarez pressing from the front and Salah and Mane just doing what they do now. Mm-hmm. Um I think they will complement each other. 
um, there was a shout for it was, it was between Torres and Mane to be fair but then would you want Suarez and Torres could they could they complement each other well I think they could they're both intelligent players top top players obviously they'll work well but I think those three in selling Mane and Suarez I think yeah that would be absolutely deadly scary man absolutely scary it, w- it would be fairly lethal. Um, think about the creative aspect of that as well. Um, you know, you, you have either, you know, one of those three picking the ball up at the halfway line and then them all running towards you. It's <laughs> just like... Scary. It's, yeah, the possibility is that are absolutely terrifying. I think well, probably on, on the back of what um, Ellis said, uh, my front three selection also was Salah, Mane and Suarez. And I think the, the question was at, at the peak, and I think just going by all the players there, Salah's peak season was probably 17-18. And in that season that he got 32 goals, I think out of all the players there, he's got the most goals. And I think just purely on the fact that he got the goals in that season, he should definitely be included. Um, as, as well as Suarez. I mean, Suarez, his peak season was 13-14. And the amount of goals and assists he got there was just, you know, sort of incredible. And I think if he, if Suarez, you know, in my fantasy team was playing through the middle, he'll be able to bring the whole attack together. He had that bit of, you know, that bit of strength, bit of tenacity. Um, And yeah, he also worked in a front three the next year at Barca. So yeah, I think definitely um, Suarez and Salah should be in there. And then I also put Mane because I thought, in a front three, I think, out of the rest of the players there, it's probably only Mane that could perfectly complement those two on, on the wide left. Yeah, I think I think that's a fair one. I think it's kind of indicative that we've all put, uh, the most, well, most people anyway, I've put Mane in there uh, for, for sure, as you know, that person to kind of fill that auxiliary left position. Um, it's, uh, I, feel, I feel that graphic was a bit weird in the first place because it had Origi on it, but... Um, We'll, just, we'll, we'll, we'll ignore that for, for a second but uh, you know it raised up a few interesting questions to say could um, you know a Robbie Fowler or a Michael Owen kind of integrate themselves into a front free system as well so what, what, what did you guys think about that? Well I've known it like you know uh, me I, I, I didn't watch Robbie Fowler and Michael Owen in that so <laughs> 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 so I can't help you in that one big man. I can't lie. <laughs> um, I mean, I think, I think yeah. yeah, go on, Alex. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't. I don't think they would be able to work in a front three. I think during their time, it was traditionally like a front two up, mm-hmm. you know, two up top, and I don't think it would really work uh, a front three because like a front three these days, you got a you know, press from the front, you got to link up, you know, you got to bring a lot more players in. Whereas I think back then, you it was more a case of. Can, I, can yeah. I quickly interject? Can yeah, I quickly interject? Would you, what about you? Yeah, because obviously, I, I can't give them because like, I didn't watch them like live. But from what I know and from what I've seen of that, their style of play, like Michael Owen, for example, do you not think, like, for example, if he was in the front three with, let's say, uh, Coutinho, who's a creator, and he's like got blistering pace that he can, you know, bag at least thirty plus in this era. 
He was bagging bare goals like Jamie Redknapp in midfield, exactly. so uh, completely agree. I personally think he could play up front because, again, like, yeah, he, he stays off the last man. It was a different style, but his style was he could run the channels, he can run in between the the centre backs, he could drop off. So do you think him? So do you think him? What about him, Suarez and Salah up front? Do you think that? Do you think that? Do you think that's up there with Mane? With Mane? With Mane in that front three, or do you think it's even better? I think it's even better because he will bag more goals. I think he'll bag more. He'll bag more goals. And but the only problem is, like I think I said to that fight, like obviously all of them will want to go central, innit? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Hold that. Yeah. That's... No one's gonna hold that. The natural width. Mm. That's, so, that's, that's, that's my only that's my only concern with it. I think yeah. when you put like a natural striker in there, how we how we have the normal front three as is, they all fill in with each other. Um, yeah, yeah. So you probably wouldn't get that from you know. Uh, nah, even Owen and the Fowlers, I think they yeah, just really f- central focus proper strikers uh, off the last match. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You so need think, it. Yeah. So I think with Owen and Fowler, it was more conventional as if that the ball be played in behind or to their yeah. feet and they'll yeah. mm-hmm. you know spin and get in behind whereas I think now it's more across the line up top was was Owen a dribbler? no, no. He, it, he wasn't like, yeah he wasn't a conventional dribbler like a, a Mane or, or like that he was just a more of like head down of going towards yeah, he could play on the shoulder of the last man and just kind of. Just, That's it. Yeah. Well, before, it wasn't like a, before he got that first injury, he could do he could do pretty much any one for pace. Yeah. Well, yeah. He wasn't a like he wasn't technically gifted. Like he's given it was in front of him. Then boom, he's gone. So um. The foul yeah. one. The foul one was quite interesting right. because I always think I always do this with NBA players as well. But like, if you take someone from this era, you give them, you know, Monday coaching, Monday medicine, conditioning, etc. What type of player they kind of turn into. And I feel like Robbie Fowler would probably be uh, Harry Kane with the arrogance. Yeah, that's how I feel about, that's how I feel about Michael Owen. I think like, with this style of coaching, he would be so adaptable to playing on the wing. That's a fair shout it, with this, with this, in this day and age, like I'm not saying he would be like you know that would be his preferred choice. And obviously, he should be a bagsman up front, but definitely he can adapt to you know playing on the left, especially if he was someone that came in from the channels, that like, ran the channels a lot, you know, and was with someone like Klopp, who's just telling me, "Oh, do this instead of that." So, of course, I, I, of course. I, I, yeah. So he, that's a shout. That's a shout. But he's not in my front three. He's not in my front three though. Yeah, I think I think a lot of these players because they were so good. Like if you look at someone like Fowler again before his first injury. Um, I think he got a really bad knee injury. So before that, he was really an intelligent forward. He wasn't like the the most. He wasn't the quickest, but he was so intelligent. He knew where to be. His score scoring prowess was second to none. So someone like him, like again, I agree with um, with Chris. I think he will, will definitely be a Harry Kane because he he could pass the ball. His left foot was like, phenomenal, absolutely insane. So um, it, it'll be interesting, like given like the modern. Modern medicine, modern technology, modern coaching. Yeah, I'd like to see like how they adapt. Yeah, it's always a, it's always a fair interesting place to concept that one. It's like you know when everyone was absolutely pamming Sunes last week, and to be fair, for some good reason, um, <laughs> they're like he was you know, a bad shit. <laughs> oh come He's on, rubbish. 
Yeah, I'd, he's rubbish. This is the thing, though. It's like no man. <laughs> go on, go on. My, my, my saying, no, I always say no man before the ninety, let's say nineteen ninety three, can chat unless you are a serious like gunman, like unless you are Maradona, Batistu star, uh, you know them man there. Unless you were them man that could par, you can't like soon as like nah. I've seen Pogba had better games than his whole compilation. That's crazy. There's not the, the, well. The thing with comp, I don't know. The thing with compilations is you can take any player's worst moments and make them look, look shit. Well, was that what Sunez was on though? I don't know. I didn't watch Sunez. But is that what he was actually on as a player? Because from what I saw, yeah. So you see, from what I heard, from what I've seen, and or not what I've seen, but what I've heard from other people, and they say he was a dominant midfielder who could. He was cultured on the football. He was um. He was able to get up and down. He had a, a good right foot shot on him. He could take he could take it on with it. At that time, don't forget he's won he's won um he's won three European titles with Liverpool. Then he's gone to Italy to play for Sampdoria. And in those days there, the Italian league you only yeah, allowed the biggest yeah you're the biggest and you only allowed two foreign players at a time. So to like get into a team and be the only foreigner there, it means that yeah. Your your levels in it, your levels like that. But again, as time gone on, with his type of player, would I don't know. <laughs> You're being nice there this time. He looks shit. <laughs> yeah, he did. He no, he did because that's, that's the error. That's the error. It's like someone like Roy Keane, isn't it? Like no, Roy, Rick, uh, but Roy Keane. To be fair, if, in today's, in today's game? If, if Roy Keane was in today's game, he'd be in jail. <laughs> Yeah, because like, I say same as Sunes, bro. They'll both. Same as Sunes, yeah. Yeah. yeah they'll both. They'll both be in jail because like some of his tackles was. And like, that's what his game was based on. His game was based on aggression, innit? So players who whose game is based on aggression don't tend to like flourish in this day and age because the game is too quick. Like I was watching um Leeds versus Liverpool when Vaduka bagged a hat trick, and I'm telling you, the football was diabolical, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and that's only twenty years ago. So, like, unless, like Julian said, unless you're flipping Maradona, you know what I'm saying, who you can see that from, these mm. techniques. Like, I watched the video of Maradona, he was doing keepy uppies for, like, 20 minutes in warm-up. And the ball didn't touch the ground for, for two minutes, I should say, sorry. That'll, be, a, that'll, be, Anik, that'll be Anik soon. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I need to take a leaf out of his book. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen, I've seen, a, I've seen the, what videos of Maradona, I'm like, all right, cool, I can see that. The way man was playing, the way man was controlling the ball, that like he was leaps and shoulders above everyone else. So it was like if he was in this day and age, I was playing on a proper surface and a proper pitch against real defenders with real tactics. Then imagine, imagine if he wasn't coked up. That's what I'm saying. Like imagine he actually was trained properly and you know what I mean? <laughs> like Messi and that. Like, it was like, whoa, what were we seeing? Like, because people really say that, fam, he was head and shoulders above everyone. So it's, it's funny, isn't it? I just think that's the way the game was back then. Though I think mm. Sunez was 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 a player, and he was he had that aggressive sort of streak to him. But you know that's the way the game was then. And I think I think that might have been the nicest comment anyone's ever said about him. Sunez was a player. <laughs> End sentence. <laughs> End sentence. Full stop. Full stop. Full stop. Yeah, but that, he was a player. It was probably what one or two top setting mids in this league based on talent obviously the game's played on, on the pitch but when we do see him play he does some ridiculous things in it and um, I'm, I'm sure he can chat to Sunez in it he, 
better than Messi. Oh, yeah, ability is not... Ability isn't a question, is it? I mean, you see the man play for France. Um, and, you know, you look at that, you look at that game... You look at that game against uh, against City when they came back and won the game. Yes, yeah, it's ridiculous. The guy has got unreal bags of talent. It's just bad. even on even on one foot against Watford when he came on to the, when he came on this season. I was like, you are you are head and shoulders above the rest of the centre mids or yeah. even this team that you're in. Mm. You but can I see think gets into that on, that, on that point. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but on that point. To be honest with you guys, I don't rate Pogba that highly because, fair enough, he has the talent, but I just don't think we see enough of it. You know, I yeah, don't he's, think he's. That's fair. That is fair, but like for me personally, I don't, I don't blame him because you've got, let's say, you've got a player like Pogba, yeah, and you're asking him to do everything. So you're asking him to get the ball off of De Gea, you're asking him to maintain the. Um, the pace in the midfield in terms of passing. So you're asking him to like control the midfield. Now you're asking him also to support the attack. Fam, he can't do all of that by himself. He needs help. But would you say, but would you say he's a similar player to Bruno Fernandes? I mean, Fernandes has come in and you know he's he's, he's, had, a, he's had a big influence in one yeah. one. Yeah. I just don't see how Pogba. I don't think he's done enough. To be fair. No, but again, Bruno, Bruno Fernandes is, is a different player and he's playing closer to the attack, so it's easy for him. Yeah, I think we're on the wrong pod. I think this is the wrong pod. This is the wrong pod. Obviously, F the man up there, we don't care about them. I just want to cut you some slap, fam, because everyone just gets on him for no reason. Man, we're both going to do a deep dive on Pogba and Fernandes. I won't, I won't, I won't. I'm on my right just finishing it. But yeah, F him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ellis the benevolent. Who was your Who was your chat? Uh, who was your uh, front three, uh, Julian? Um, my front three, um, based on ability and being the best, and on their peaks, of course, I picked Mane, Suarez, and um, Salah. But my personal front three, as I said, the one that I think would be most successful if Liverpool had them, I think they would go for everything. Is Coutinho, Suarez, and Salah. That was my front three. Because Salah, as much as, I, I'm talking at their peak, as much as like, I always say this, as much as that like, people want to get on to um, Coutinho for how bad he's been at Barcelona and a bit at Bayern, he was such a baller. Like, mm-hmm. when he left, like, he was literally in- incredible. Like, I think he was on, what, 12 goals before he left and played like, and played like, what, 14, 17 games or something like that? Would well, you remember the, uh, remember the, the Bournemouth game before he left? Exactly, like he was, like I was expecting, like from him to kind of be on a kind of like a, all right, I'm on my way out. Let's just give, let's put, let, let me just like you know, just give them bits here and there. But he was balling out of control, like even the way that's that's a perfect example. Even the way he was linking up with Salah in that game, like could you imagine Coutinho on the other wing with Suarez, who's he's basically Firmino on cocaine? Because the way Suarez used to drop deep and start play for us, and sometimes playing number ten where he used to drop deep. Um, and start even like on start counter attacks and, and stay deep and pass it to Sterling or Coutinho or Sturridge in, in um that that were um in front of him it was a madness. So yeah, my front three would be actually Coutinho, Suarez, and um, Salah. That'd be a lethal front three. Absolutely. The amount of goals that you can get from every area, Coutinho can just slap it off from outside the box. Suarez can slap it off from outside the box. Three kicks, passing it through. Um, um, Salah making a run and Coutinho finding him from the other side or 
possibly cutting through the middle. Like that front three would be my my front three, my personal front three. Yeah. Pete. Just imagine Coutinho coming in off the left and you know wrapping his foot around it like he always does. Oh, you know, you score some bangers. Yeah, man. People, people like Coutinho. Coutinho is so unfortunate the way he left because he was uh, when he left, he was an absolute baller. Like up there with, like, yeah, literally contesting with the likes of Paul Bogba that was literally just bragging about the season he left in the Prem. Like, he was balling out of control. So, yeah, man, Coutinho. I don't miss you because you're a pussy and fuck him because he's a snake, but, yeah, man. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think if he wouldn't have left in that fashion, he'd probably be back by now. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think uh, uh, it's it too, much, too much headache, man. You, know, you put the team through too much and I think he... The trust of Klopp kind of dented that a little bit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but he was a baller. I can't. I'm not going to take anything from anything away from him, man. Especially that season before he left. Klopp got the best out of him. Klopp just got the best out of him. But had he not left, would we see this money now? Because well, we wouldn't have. Money was... We wouldn't have Alisson or Van Dijk, would we? Yeah, that's another shot. I think Possibly. we would. I think we would. I think we'd have. Van, I, I think we'd have Van Dyke. I don't know about Allison. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't know about Fabinho either. Yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, it's yeah, a good shout. Yeah. Yeah. That's I think that opened up a lot of funds, and I, and yeah, that Champions League one I think was the was the the defining thing that made I think FSG even think to themselves, all right, we're gonna give we're gonna give Klopp a bag because before that he was just spending here and there. He was spending. Mm. It's 25 million yard and 30 million money. That's the most you're going to get. 40 million on Salah one season. Like 14 million here and there. Like, and then the, the season where Klopp was like, all right, cool, I, sh- I showed you I can get Champions League final with this team. You saw Coutinho. I think FSG was like, all right, cool, we'll give you a bag. And then they gave him a bag and boom, he just, yeah, from there, he's done well. It's very, it's very, it's very akin to when, uh, when Future made Beast Mode. Yeah, literally. <laughs> 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 no, yeah. This, this is the thing, though, because like I think, just go off on another tangent as we always do. Um, I think this summer coming up, well, transfer wise anyway, um, is going to be. I think Julian's actually been the biggest um, kind of spokesman for this as well. That markets are going to reset themselves, and there's not going to be any astronomical fees paid for players, and they're kind Absolutely. of like that hundred million plus bracket, um, just because you know no one's got money at the moment. Um, and 100%. it's going to be well. Apparently, there's going to be like more swap deals and kind of like long-term loan commitments. So the way we've kind of maneuvered ourselves in the transfer market in the past few years is going to come into play even more, as opposed to other mm. teams like. Um, actually, I'll, I'll give Chelsea a bit of bit of slack because they've actually kind of had a bit of a more tailored approach to their transfer targets in the past two years as opposed to in the past. But you know, you look at United. Yeah. Um, you can't just. I, I don't think you can just go around throwing money at the wall this summer and expect everything to stick. So no, that's definitely, definitely going to help us in the in the long run. Unless you're Newcastle. Boy, you get away with everything. Oh my god, I can't believe that's actually happening. Still now. Unless you're new, and I, well, I have to see it to believe. But then you know, them, they're they're, and to be honest, Newcastle, they, I'm saying it now, they could actually have a good run in the Champions League if what's it called they get there. Because they have the culture, they have, they have. If Newcastle, like the the St James's Park will be off the shits on Wednesday night. They're gonna be Man City with the fan base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
Exactly. Yeah. Man City, yeah. Man City are plastic. That's why they can't do it. But Newcastle. But they feel like the fan, the fan. I think, I think with Newcastle, it helps that like this just one is a one um, team city. Yeah. They're man a proper, proper on it. They're man a proper on it, man. But it depends like how what they do for the operation, the football operations. You think they're sleeping giants? Um, they haven't won a trophy for like 60, 70 years. So I know I don't know about giants in it, but it is it is a big club just because it's a one city, one city team. They've got a bit of heritage in in England that they've got a few famous names and that. Um, there's there's something there that there's there's a there's a there's something there you can you can do in it. And Newcastle's not a bad city. It's not a bad city, you know. That's what I'm saying. It's that's good. Six, it's... Six, 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 nah, bro. <laughs> it's a quality night out. <laughs> Could you imagine being on over hundred bags and uh, over hundred? Well, <laughs> but you'd be throwing the bags oh, like snowballs, God. you know, like just levering people with money. Yeah, I went to Newcastle and I had a zombie drink in Newcastle. I found I woke up, I don't know where I was, bruv. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the zombie drinks like a mix of all the different alcohol just in one uh, and it's got like a Whatever, whatever it is, it tastes like pain, and then you <laughs> wake up. Then you wake up with a like, screaming headache. Could you imagine that on the 150 grand a week? Listen, bro, I, you can't see what you're bro. Bro, you will be living, living. You know what I mean? You will be living your life, your best life. Who was it? The went, good who was it? The went there? Was it? Um, was it? Was it Tiote? And he had like a girlfriend in Newcastle, and a wife in France, or something. I have to find oh, this article. Man. It was the maddest thing, but um. The legend man. I have to find that article. It was, it was very funny because they're very, they're very cordial <laughs> with the situation as well. <laughs> um, I think for, I think my from free. I went um, Salamani and Sturridge, just because um, kind of at the end of t- that half of the season when we signed him, he was a good man. You know, he was fully fit. He was just a wonderful player to watch. And obviously, 13-14, when he was on it, he was on it. Um, just, just, yeah, just an absolute creative player. Everything he wanted. It's just a shame that injuries blighted his career at the end of the day. Yeah, he was such a baller, man. Such a baller. I think it's quite interesting that kind of everyone thought about Torres, but no one put Torres in. Yeah. I think... Because when you look at someone like Suarez, who... You can do what Torres done, but also play on, like on a wing or something. Mm. So you think mm, this is a toss up between those two. I mean, Torres's first season was absolutely mental, ridiculous, absolutely mental. That like, his first goal against Chelsea, you thought flipping hell, this looks like a bargain. Eh? Then he just went on a ridiculous run, just bad goals everywhere. Didn't care, wasn't phased, just destroyed everyone. So um. It's, yeah. it's, I think he's in in that moment, kind of that that era. He was everything that you wanted a striker. You know, he's kind of he's fairly tall. You know, he, yeah. he, he could hold the ball, he could hold the ball up well. Had the right amount of strength, beat off defenders. He was he was a, he was a bully. Torres is like when I look back at oh. his, his highlights, he was actually a bully. Like on the ball, which Bro, is quite impressive. Some now Spanish trust at me. the time as well. Like if you look 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 at what he did to Vidic, and you know, I think we all rate, <laughs> we all rate Vidic as a, you know a fairly good footballer. 
Um, yeah, yeah. And he treated him like yeah, a ragdoll. Twice? Yeah, he's decent, decent. Yeah, he's decent. Decent defender. <laughs> 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 no, I'm joking. No, yeah, no. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> to be fair, we had, we had too much United praise, so we've got to level it all out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's all right. He's all right. Every time you saw, every time you saw Torres, from he shat his pants. Yeah, he his, his head just got kettled for no. Ah, bruh. kettled head was kettled, bro. Literally, he was on Torres. the pitch like we can't stop this guy. God. <laughs> <laughs> Torres was Torres was a weird kind of bully. Like he wasn't someone that would like barge off the ball, but he would kind of get to the ball first and then somehow like just have great balance and you just fall on the floor. Like it's weird. I'll never forget the goal he scored against United at home. When we beat them two 0 that we was we was shit about them. We just oh nine oh ten. That was it. It was oh nine oh ten. And um, when Yossi's putting through, yeah, he's just holding off Ferdinand. He's beat Ferdinand. Yeah. He's holding off Ferdinand. I thought, yeah, this guy's different. Yeah, different man. He's just yeah. Torres when Torres was on it, he was he was mental man. No, uh, uh, anything anyone else wants to add on to the uh, the conversation? Or should we uh, move on to the next segment that we've got planned? No, I'm good, man. Yeah. Move on. Good, man. All good. So, yeah, what we want to talk about in, in this part was kind of player of the year and young player of the year. I think one has more choice than the other, um, but we'll talk about that when we come to it. So, player of the year for the Premier League for this season. Al, I'll go, I'll go to you first. Who is your presumptive choice for this award so far? Who the fuck did I pick? Great stuff. Yeah. Compelling content for the boys at Cop and France. Now I think I went um I, think I went Van Dyke. That's a good choice. Yeah, I think I went Van Dyke um just because out of like all the players in the league, and I think he's just been he's been good for a longer period of time and he's part of a team that's like conceded the less Goals, obviously, a couple of times. I mean, a couple of times, probably against Watford, it was a bit ish. Um, I think everyone. The the... I think everyone was. They'd all been to Newcastle the night before. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> At the start of the season um, took us longer defensively to to pattern up, but since then, I think he's just been consistent from like August to to now, or to August to whenever the league stopped. Was that like March? Yeah, from August to March. Um, obviously, there's shouts for there shouts for Mane, who was good in the first half of the season, but then dropped off in the second half of the season. Then Salah kind of picked up. Um, Trent, there's shouts for Trent to be player of the year, definitely. Um, so I think I just went, I went Van Dijk really. Uh, I don't really care about other men in other teams because they're not levels like that. So fuck them, you get me. I completely agree. Um, I think it's weird when people try and say that you know like Kevin De Bruyne should be. Uh, the PFA Player of the Year. I thought, yeah. why? why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we're doing, we're doing, wait, 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 we're doing PFA Player of the Year? Yeah, but... I thought we were doing it for the club. Nah, for, if it's going to be for, for, for us, isn't it? for everyone. But I, I, anyway, even if it's for the club, we're, we're going to win everything anyway, so... Yeah, so, yeah. True. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, PFA Player of, the, Player of the Year is the Liverpool Player of the Year. <laughs> Let's just align that right right now. Um, no, I think I think Van Dijk's a, a, a definite good choice. Um, Anik, how about you? Yeah, I, I think Van Dijk's a good choice, but I think my selection would be Mane. 
the player of the year. I think just what he'd done in the first half of the season, you know, he got us a lot of points. Um, and yeah, I just, I just think he's done so much for us. I think, you know, just to the top of my mind, I think Southampton away, he got the first goal there, Newcastle home, even the Leicester home match, uh, Aston Villa away. You know, he's just been, he's just been ever present, especially in the first half of the season. And he got, important goals and and provided important assists as well mm-hmm. so I think yeah for me it's uh it's got to be money and yeah I think even even outside the Premier League you know he came on in the Super Cup and uh yeah I think you know he made a telling contribution there he also provided the assist for Firmino in the Club World Cup so I think player of the year for me it's, it's it, yeah, it has to be money I can't really uh, this is the thing it's like there's so many good players on this team you can't really argue against them um, I think the only criticism for Marnie is that kind of dip into that dip in form from from after the new year but I think when you set when you set the bar for yourself that high if you know 8 out of 10 every yeah. week especially for an attacker it's very hard to kind of have that consistent run of form um, no, yeah no, and I just think he's been ever present as well like in the Everton match um, at home I think when we won one of the three strikers at clock picked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even in that, I think he'd, I think it was a goal and two assists or something in that game. Yeah, he, set, and, he definitely set up a Rigi twice. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, also Norwich away, he scored a quality goal then. I think he came off the bench as well. So I just think he's made that those important telling contributions to our season. Um, but yeah, as I said, you know, there could be any one of our first team that could get it I think even Henderson's a good shout as well but I think for me the standout's got to be Mane no that's a that's a good choice uh, Julian oh, sorry my player of the year is Mane I agree with Ali. my player of the year is Mane uh, he's yeah coming clutch too many times way too many times to not be the player of the year this year um I would have said Van Van Dyke or Trent, but defensively, I thought at times they've been them them to, even in games that we've won, those two have been a bit lax. For me to say, yeah, individually you've been you've you've been our player of the year or even the player of the year in the whole of the Prem. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna say Mane for me. Coming cuts to way too many times. Way too many times. Yeah, I think I think you can't go wrong with either either Mane or, or, or Virgil. To be fair, um, of course, for my Premier League uh, Player of the Season, I of course went for Roberto Firmino. No, I did. Uh, that's a bold face lie. I didn't. Um, I picked. Uh, I picked Van Dijk. I picked Van Dijk. It's just. Um, it's... I'm surprised by the Van Dijk picks, you know. I, I, you know what? I, can, I, I agree with what you said. To be fair, when you kind of feel like he's a bit lax in in games. Yeah, this season, I, I especially I feel like in games, especially even when we've won, he's been. There's been times where I'm like, we've won that because Salah or Mane has come through with a goal. Like you, you guys have kind of gone away with it, or sometimes vice versa. But yeah, it's been even Mane, even Mane, even me giving them play of the year. Like, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of unfortunate. That I have to give it to him under these circumstances because I would have rather him have had a lack of more of a full season to kind of pick it up and maybe get 20, 25 goals maybe and then maybe go from there. But yeah, man, it's a bit sad. 
No, I think I think that's fair. Um, so let's move on to uh, Young Player of the Year, and this is the one that I actually think has got a bit more a uh, bit more competition towards it, especially from other clubs as well. Um, so Anik, I'll go to you first on this one. Who is your uh, young your young player of the season? Trent all day. I don't think there's any competition there. It has to be Trent. I know um, there's some question marks about his defensive ability, but you know, going forward, he's just next to none. He's, you know, he's got the second highest amount of assists. You know, he, he had a mad game against Leicester, and I think that was straight after. Um, I think Wan Bissaka got an assist for United, and then like a few hours later, you know, he just comes up and just, <laughs> you know, just. Um, you know, has has a, has an amazing game there. I think his goal against Chelsea as well with that free kick. Um, yeah, and you know, even even if people do want to question his defensive ability, you know, at the end, and he's been part of that back four, so you can say all you want. At the end of the day, he's you know he's he's doing a really good job there. And um, yeah, for me, it's it's, it's got to be him. No, that's fair. I think it's, I mean, it's uber critical when people do get onto him for his defending. Um, and usually, most of the time, it is opposition fans kind of just jumping at the bit to kind of uh, post something on social. But it's like that with everything at the end of the day, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I think I think we all know that he's he is a special talent, and he's only going to get better. Um, so yeah, definitely for me, it's got to be Trent. No, mate, he's, he's absolutely levels. Um, Julian, how about you? Young Player of the Year. Young Player of the Year has to be Trent as well. I agree with Anik. Because, come on, man. Right. That performance against Leicester, a madness. Absolute, absolute, absolute madness. Like, I remember you guys were just referring to it when Juan Bissaka got an assist in the game. And he and, and everyone was having, like, oh, Trent, go outside. Trent came yeah. outside with a belly on, fitted <laughs> hat, black Air Forces, leather gloves, and just badged up their stuff. Like that performance is probably the one the that was my performance of the season from a Liverpool player as well. Like what I've seen Trent do this season, he carried us in games. Like we just mentioned Chelsea, his crosses, his coming clutch, like there's no doubt he has to be the outstanding player you don't play the season. No, I completely agree. I mean, t- 12 assists in the league from right back is just absolutely absurd. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, even when... Um, I remember Robertson started strong and he started kind of... Um, not not bad, but he he just wasn't um, bagging as many assists as Rob- Robertson for like, a couple of games. Came back and just bagged it up. Like, com- like absolute creator for our team as well. Came in too many times in the uh, Premier League winning side. No, definitely. I mean, think about the West Ham game for a start. Came up on crud, got to, got to assist some of the balls we were playing in, which is absolutely ridiculous. Now, absolute special, special talent. Um, L, uh, but your young player of the season. I feel like we're going to have a full house here. That's the great man. You know, I feel like what, I, what Trent is, man. We know what it is, man. So, and even with that, because this defensive thing is really, really, like, it bothers me. So, again, like, we've been watching all these old games and that. Fam, some of these right backs used to get absolutely turned for for nothing, bruv. Even some of that Carragher, people like Carragher and Jamie, uh, Gary Neville, in it. So you watch all these old games and you see them just getting had up, absolutely had up, fam. At right back, oh, there was one game I watched and 
Perez was absolutely killed Carragher for making him turn swivel and all sorts. So I'm thinking you lot wasn't really that strong defensively to like come and start talking to Trent anyhow for him. And going forward, man, he's next next to none. Absolutely sensational talent. Still got a lot of growth to do. Um, is that 21 to 2? So, yeah, yeah, 21. You know what I'm saying? So, he's got a lot of growth to do. So, we would like to see where he's going to be when he's 24 and he's, he's mastered everything, man. The boy, the boy, yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Ellis. I think, I think what's the good, the him getting Pam defensively, think is so overstated at times. Fan. Like, even as Liverpool fans, we'll tell you, we've hardly seen Trent get Pam. Fam! I can't think of many games or even a game where I'd be like, oh, Trent, you uh, you got absolutely ripped today and you're the reason that we lost because there's been so many games few and far between where we've actually lost, let alone a game where Trent has been one to be such a defensive liability. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, when people say it, like, I try to look, see, maybe, obviously, I don't want to be biased or anything, but I do try to look, and it's rare for him to just get pammed mm-hmm. by someone like, oh, yeah, he's, he always gets pammed, he always gets yeah. pammed. Uh, that's a myth. Let's stop, let's stop lying. I'm saying, just say you don't like the you, that's fine. We can all say, no, we don't have to like everyone. Don't, don't and make up stuff and say, that, oh, yeah, you got pammed, you got pammed, because it's few and far between. I mean, concedes the less goals in one season. Follows up again to concede the less goal in a following season. Surely that means that that's a good player and it's like you look at where the development's going to go in the next few years as well uh, the, the sky is, is genuinely genuinely the limit um, I mean, I, mean I, I know we all make fun of the kind of like cross in Shalar business isn't it but I mean some of the balls this guy can put in from you know from literally at right back or right wing it's just absolutely sublime um, and <laughs> for no surprise he's uh, also my uh, my pick for young player of the year as well I think mean, to be fair, that was actually a. It's not a bad category to pick from because I think um, I think Saka from Arsenal's had a, a decent season, but not on the level of Trent. Um, kind of Traore as well, but um, but yeah, he's just he's just levels above everyone else, and it's it's not even a close contest really. And also, like, a quick one before we move on, like to be to be that young and to be so consistent in a, a very consistent team, and to have so much. Um, so much charge put on your side. It just shows you about the mental, his mental space, man. I mean, he's literally a playmaker. He's literally like, yeah, give it yeah. to Trent. Just, just give yeah. it to Trent. At 21, at right back. In his what? Was this his third full season? Third? Yeah. Yeah, this is his third full season. So, yeah, man, respect to him, man. He's, he's, he's doing the job, man. Long may it continue. Yeah, and I think, uh, I think on that point as well, yeah, look, I think our style of play this year has slightly changed as well. It's like, you know, a lot of the times when we get the ball in midfield, we're getting it out to Trent and it's a bit of responsibility there because we're expecting him to put in a good delivery or create something or, you know, try and get other players involved. And I think, yeah, just just on that point, I think he is one of our playmakers as well. And that's a right back. Mad, mad, mad player. Um, Yeah, Sky, it's genuinely the limit. Um, but yeah, let's move on to um, something that we did last week that actually went went fairly well. Um, kind of our, re- our, our LFC game of the past that we're going to kind of rewatch and kind of re-review. So the game that was, and this was not picked by us, by the way, before people start, you know, kind of crying and complaining. Um, this was put to a public vote. 
and the people wanted us to talk about uh, Liverpool 5, Arsenal 1 from the 2013-2014 season, uh, which to this day is possibly one of the maddest games of football I've ever seen in my entire life in terms of one-sided dominance. Absolutely crazy that game. I remember that game like it was yesterday. It was, it was, it was, it was like a beating heaven for, for um, twenty minutes. For twenty that was minutes. Amazing. I was so high, yeah. I had the purest heroin that day. From <laughs> <laughs> I had the straight, straight like, from Colombia, bro. Like, straight from Colombia. Because I, I remember at the start of the game, yeah. I remember there was all. Remember when Arsenal had a, a, a interview and it was Arsenal, and then he had a smile. And Arsenal was like, ooh, yeah, oh, Arsenal Wenger's going to do a madness today. Ooh. Bruv. Bruv. For 20 minutes straight. And, and even today, as I was watching the highlights, I didn't realise how much we'd done in 20 minutes. You know when Suarez hit the post? Fam. That was in the first <laughs> 20 minutes. Mate. It was in the 20 minutes, right? That was in the first 20 minutes. I was yeah. like, this is Fam. mental. If that, had got, if, that, if that shot had gone mental in, stuff, uh, I don't think I'd be alive. Oh. That like elevated nah. to another plane of existence. Just oh, absolutely absurd. Yeah. I, I think that would be the best goal ever. That was just that <laughs> and that and Carrick, that and Carragher shot are the two goals. If those two goals were in, I think <laughs> yeah, like, I like my life legacies would have been changed. Oh mate, I would have peaked. My life would have peaked that time. Oh man, the first and also going to that game, we wasn't really on four minute. I think we had lost two. Yeah. Chelsea and Man City in December. We drew a fair few games in January, so like we were like fourth. Yeah, I think we, we were fourth going into that game, and Arsenal yeah. were top. Well, this, yeah, this, top. this is the thing. This is the thing that's lost in that season because kind of yeah. around Christmas and after that, Arsenal were kind of favourites to actually win the league because they yeah. have been, they've been playing ridiculously well. I mean, they absolutely they. Do you remember when they had the meme? Um, German efficiency, English work engine. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. French French class, British core, all of that. Like they were going a ham. <laughs> Why did they do this to themselves? Twenty four emails was wow. They were going hard. That's when they still had hope. But then, yeah, when we slapped it off, that was kind of, that was meant. I'm mean, not idea to like this. Yeah, I'm kind of shocked because. Remember when we went to their ground at that season as well and they kind of they panned us. Bro, they they they, they, they peppered us differently. Oh man, they packed us Yeah, they panned us over. Like it was it was nasty. But yeah, then that game within the first I think it was the first I don't know what I don't know I don't know what the time is were, but my god, Skirtle. I don't like, oh. that that ten that ten run game run he had here where he was just bagging gold. Madness. <laughs> Five. The first oh, goal was like three minutes in, header. I, I think he generally scored within the first minute. Looking back at it, I mean, it's just... yeah, oh, like the first seven minutes, for 20 minutes, we just absolutely obliterated. Uh, they couldn't, no, no, they couldn't, they couldn't breathe. Yeah, I think they were in complete disarray. I don't, I don't even think they know what hit them after the first no. goal because. You know, we could have even got more goals in that first twenty. Minutes. 100%, 100%. Suarez has scored that. Um, I think in the highlights. Even, even if Colatore um, bagged that chance, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 was a joker, man. He, he could have scored. He should have scored that. To be honest, he should have scored. He should have scored that. Shout out to him. Um, yeah, um, but I think yeah, even Sturridge had a one-on-one as well that he should have 
it was all within this first 25 minutes. Um, Mental fun. Crazy. I haven't seen, I, I, I'm trying to think, like, I haven't seen a pandemic like that actually now. Have I? No, nah, not yeah, for 20 it, minutes. No, nah, not for 20 minutes. Nothing on that level of I was thinking Chelsea United, but now nah, we was absolutely like every single attack, every single minute was just absolutely just yeah. like was going to score. It was. Yeah. They couldn't, they couldn't handle this because we had, I think we had Suarez on the left and he just kept on drifting off the left. Sturridge up tight. Um, obviously, Sterling on the right. Coutinho was in the midfield with Henderson and um, Stevie. Oh, yeah. as well. Wow. Yeah, man, that machine in the middle. They they didn't know they didn't know who to pick up and they didn't know how to pick us up. Yeah, they were they were just I, incomplete. This is right. They, they, they literally I, I didn't know what to do. I remember up until then there was a there was a thing. Uh, uh, I remember Koscielny and Mertz like I didn't lose with each other when they played when they played with each other in defence. Up until then. Oh, up until then. Sorry about that, fellas. Bro, there was some... Well, just, just looking back at it, there were some pictures of Mertesacker looking at... Uh, sorry, uh, Kashani looking at Mertesacker like, really? Is this what we're doing? This is how we're moving today. <laughs> today? This is what you had on? <laughs> it, it was it was ridiculous, man. It was it was so good. I think that, that was just that... And that, that's what kicked off our excellent run up until the Chelsea game. I think that just gave us a shot in the arm. We just went on, continued to win and scoring ridiculous goals. Going game after game, scoring yeah. bare goals. Obviously, conceding bare goals, but scoring bare goals. Um, it was it was a good good run, man. I'm not gonna lie, Brendan Rodgers done a good done some good shit there, man. It was a good year there. It was a good year. But even again, going into the game, I was I was petrified, man. I thought we were gonna get slapped up because we was not playing well. We just lost yeah, the and Arsenal were a very good team at the time. Like yeah, they were right. yeah. enough to be like, oh, they can give you problems. And we never really won against them at Anfield, in it around that time. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of draws. I can't think of, yeah, a lot of draws. I can't really think of a time we won won against my Anfield like probably since I don't know. I actually really can't think before. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it was Arsenal were good then, and it was, it was tough times. I and mean, when we timed them, it felt so delicious. Like absolutely delicious. Can't lie, man. It felt so good, man. To get like I also think, I also think that set a precedent the way we played then for a few of the other games because I think there was the Everton game that we beat on four nil at home. Yeah, there was the Tottenham game four nil as well. Even the City game, we came out early at the traps. I think at Anfield that year in the second half, we just came out of the traps and just went acting. Fans as acting. well, yeah. Fans and, well. I, I think especially after that game, we were, the fans got a lot more ruthless. Still, that yeah. fucking you know, we are on job, and yeah. from there to set a turn and then well, yeah. I think it, I think just like yeah, there there was a, a belief around the stadium that oh actually, if we keep on going there, we could. That that obviously that's towards the end of the season, but from there it just showed you that yeah, this team is up to something and then towards the end of the season there's a belief that yeah, we might win this if we just keep on going. Just mad. It's like, I think, I'm just looking back at that game now. Um, our back four is just fucking... It's, it's, it's disgraceful. It is. It's Flanagan at right back. Alice Isoko at left back. Bad man. <laughs> Skirtle okay. and Torre as a centre-back partner. Yeah, who's, who's, the back, who's the back again? Uh, Alice Soko. Fucking hell. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> I 
You know, I went I, I went to the game after this at Fulham when um oh, the Torres t- the own goal. And that oh, Gerard pass yeah. as well. Oh yeah. Absolutely. What a pass. I can't believe we had we had Colo Torre in our in, in our defence. Yeah, yeah. man. Jesus Christ, bro. Jesus what? Who's in goal? Migs. Migs in there, yeah. Minion, yeah, b- big Migs was in goal. Uh, that's when Mignolet was still. That's when Mignolet was still saying, you know, like you know when he was like, ah, save the penalty against Stoke. Like, he's all right, man. Give him time. That's when he still had a bit of. <laughs> still had a bit of yeah. currency in the bank. Bro, yeah, 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 a bit of currency. But then after that, boy, I can't lie. It was, it was, it was, I can't lie to you. Even since Man City, start looking at him a bit funny still. <laughs> honestly, honestly do, to do that against this Arsenal team, which was Chesney in goal. Um, Sanya, Monreal, Mertesacker, Koscielny, Arteta, Wilshire, Oxide Chamberlain, Giroud, Ozil, Kazola, which is a you know that's a pretty formidable that's team, that, yeah. and that was when Ozil, Ozil was going brazy with it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, no, I, I think we just completely yeah, that was, that was Ozil in that game. Yeah, that was a better team now. To be honest, player for player, hundred percent. Oh, no, yeah, well, yeah. that's, that's, that's without Ramsey as well. Yeah, without Ramsey, I think Ramsey was injured. I think Ramsey had uh, got injured. Yeah, he had a long injury. Yeah, yeah, long yeah. Injury, yeah. And he was going brazy with it as well. Fam. Remember that goal he scored against us at the Emirates? Fam. Oh. Oh, he clapped off. Oh, yeah, God, he clapped off. Yeah. It's one of those ones where like, the goal was so good, like, kind of have to like, just applaud it. Was that yeah, it was that. Fair enough. <laughs> I, remember, I remember going to my cousin's house to watch that. Oh my days, it was peak, bro. It was ten. That, that day, <laughs> oh man. And then they asked me to come around the house to watch this game, and I was like, "No, nah, it's cool." Uh, <laughs> Julie was outside at fifty-five minutes, knocking on the window with a clock, with a no, Brendan Rodgers mask on, like, "Ah, ah, let me in." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that game was crazy. He wasn't midfield. Yeah, he wasn't midfield. That Coutinho, Hendo, and Joe, didn't it? Yeah, Coutinho, Hendo, Gerard, um, Gerard in the six because he had, he still had a little bit of mobility. So basically, summoned all the energy to go Super Saiyan for that season, yeah. isn't it? And then yeah. his legs complete, yeah. completely went the next one. But um, but no, I mean Hendo's mobility and Coutinho went absolutely wild with it. Do you remember the pass he played for um, Sturridge oh, for the fourth? Sturridge. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's when Coutinho started because before that he had the curly hair. And when he had the curly hair, this, he was kind of a, he was kind of, he was, okay, he was raw, very raw, like, he yeah. couldn't shoot. I, I remember it so specifically, like, he was shooting, and his shooting was so weak, his passing was weak, and then I think he had a bit, he had some time on the bench, and he just cut his hair, and then from there, he, yeah, he, he, he picked up form, <laughs> but I remember but the even, young Coutinho was, yeah, raw. He had that but even when he came, yeah. when he came, like, in January of that, uh, I think it was that, to, when, when him and Sturridge came, bro. Fam, he was going crazy, bruv. Powerful Waters. Do you remember the game away at Newcastle when it was 5-0? Oh, fam. Or 6-0. 6-0. It was 6-0, yeah. It was fucking like some of the balls he was playing then. It was just absolutely ridiculous. That was the purest ecstasy you can ever get, fam. That was... I'm not going to lie. He done... I think he done one pass out of the boot to Sturridge. I thought, Jesus, what have we bought here? Oh, fam. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that six month period, yeah, when he when him and Sturridge linked up, jeez, oh, bro, them two, oh. when, you know, when they when they linked up, them two was something special. 
It was special. Even after that, 2014-15, when he kept, when Sturridge just came back from injury and then for him and Coutinho and Lincoln up for just, I think it was about three or four games. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh. Yeah. I don't I don't remember much about fourteen fifteen to be honest, because <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't the best season. Nobody does, bro. You're not alone, mate. I remember the good bit. I remember the good bit where there was there was no good. There was, actually, the first three games were fairly decent, and that's it. But after yeah. that, I remember, remember, remember Reina was slapping it off in what a white hot lane. I was thinking, what? We are <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, picking up where we left off. I love it. Uh, normal, yeah, normal. It was long. Normal. After that, it was peak, man. Peak. Was it? Uh, like, oh, uh, was it did we play City like fourth game of that season, and like Jovetic scored twice or something? Yeah, when Moreno, that, that was Moreno's first fuck up, and then from there you just the <laughs> that, that was the first fuck. That was the first fuck up. We were like, yeah, yeah. We, we we can let that go. It's early, it's early doors, and then like two <laughs> week, two mean, weeks later, I mean, we were like, this is bad. This is very very bad. I, I, I remember even Carrigo was like, oh, when you're in the prem, you can't make those kind of mistakes. I was thinking, yeah, man, like you're just you, it's just the prem, like you're you're new in it, like like you 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 get used to it. Boy, by the time we got to like, I think we got to QPR, and I was thinking, yo. I've I've tried to I've tried to mentally erase that QPR game from the from my mind, you know, because that that brother with the um fucking jumpman tattoo on his neck. Um, you, you don't know how shameless I was that season with some of the wounds. I jumped on my bed when we won against Luda Gret at home. Wow. The, ba- the Balotelli penalty. Balotelli, yeah. I, jumped, I jumped on my bed. Gas. That we was one, what we was in against Ludogorets at home. Do you know how mad that is? I'll be pissed off if that happened now. Bro, you know how mad just, that is? if that happened now, we'd be you know oh, outside, outside Melbourne with pitchforks. This is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> if that happened now, I could chat with you. That would be the funniest thing if that happened now, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you know that's a return. That's a kind of like rebrand the the, the pod cop and fracas civil war. You know what I mean? Like literally, literally, bro. It just, I can just hear Glam's voice. I can just hear Glam's voice now. <laughs> <laughs> I told you about Klopp. He told me the big decision. Bruce, you're, you're, I can't believe what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Yeah, but if we, if we had a group chat them times there, fam, yeah, people don't people would have linked up and scrap it out. Hundred percent. The content would, the content would be unreal. <laughs> yeah, the content would be ten out of ten to you, fair. If Copper Frackers was about 14, 15, 15, 16 season, I think that would be the oh mate. <laughs> I'd be you know, like me and Ella be drunk every week. Julian oh, yeah. Ju- Julian would be every. wanting everyone slapped up. Five <laughs> <laughs> Fahi would find more excuses not to come on the pod. Um, <laughs> I would actually want to fight everyone every week. I would be like, no. Ben Johnson, I'm going to fight you. Every, everyone. I'm Farini. Let's fight every week. Oh, I would have wanted to fight someone. Even Man United, Jared could have got it that day. I was, I was vexed at everyone. Oh, uh, <laughs> when he came on, he got sent off. Ow, ow, my friend. <laughs> my, my eyes were red off the scene. I was angry. I couldn't believe what I was watching. I was like, what? I got for my man. We did. 
why you come on the pitch? Why did you come on the pitch to commit assault? Like, well, why are you Richard, doing this? Well, <laughs> have you seen his explanation for it on soccer box? Nah. What did he say? I feel uh, like this. Hey, like, yeah, he said he lost, he lost his head. Like, he knew it was his last game. He knew Liverpool were having a shit season. And, like, the United fans, I think he came on and you could hear, you could hear the United fans. And then, yeah, lost it. Yeah, I think, and also, yeah, I think I remember you said, like, he was sitting down there seeing them pop the ball about and that. <laughs> I know <they were> popular. <laughs> <us that day. laughs> he said, I, nah. think, I, think, I think someone was talking crud as well. I know that. No, he said, nah, nah. No, no. <laughs> Me, where's my belly? Where's my belly? Where's my belly? You're gonna take it. Did he try and cripple again? Uh, Herrera. Herrera. Yeah. Actually, yeah. to be fair, looking back at it, kind of deserved it. I'm not an advocate of violence, but sometimes it's like, told, yeah, have him. <laughs> but that tackle was so bad. It was there. fucking it was awful. You're not gonna get away with that, bro. <laughs> Like, he couldn't even justify. He couldn't even be like he was trying to. Like he, he like, got, like, he got oh, up off, he got up off the ground. Didn't even bother arguing. It's like yeah, I'm gonna go and take a shower now. Still, so. Um, I think he stood on my man's ankle, bro. The first time, yeah, two yellow cards in it. So the first one was a stupid challenge. I thought, Steve, come on, fam. Then the next one, he stepped on my man's ankle in front of the ref. I said, wow, <laughs> what a guy, what a guy. Like, he, he was actually like us. He said it was black that season. Yeah. He said it was God. Ever, to be fair, ever, to be fair, the whole team after that announcement came in, it was going to, to LA in it. The whole team was just absolutely just diabolical. In in Gerard's head, like just you know, uh, notorious BRG was playing. Like, I'm going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. That was always going through his head for the rest of that season. Literally, bro. Even, even Sterling was like, Nah, it's, it's Gerard's cutting. I, I, I ain't mad. I'm, 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 I ain't on it. I ain't saying this. So I can't lie. Man said, AD. Get the thing done. I want to leave. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Hold that then, man. I'm gone. <laughs> but now, 30, that, uh, that Arsenal game, 30-14. Um, yeah, the, the purest form of ecstasy ingested directly into your bloodstream for, to be fair, the entire night. I was, you know what? I even looked through my old tweets from that game and uh, just absolutely, just just ridiculous. Just to see some of the stuff I was posting, like to some, some of my friends who are Arsenal fans, I was like, you better get him. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I need to go. I need to. I need to look back at, at my tweets for that day because I remember I was, I was, I was having a seizure at what I was seeing. Like, <laughs> I was going so mad. I was going so mad. My mom actually threatened to cut BT Sports because I was going that. <laughs> I couldn't. I was so mad. Like, because I remember that season as well. Remember when Suarez wanted to leave and then Arsenal fans were like free Suarez, free Suarez. I was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, what Suarez has done that day and what Liverpool done that day was absolutely crack cocaine. Do you remember? Like, do you remember? Yeah, when obviously they put the bid in for this release clause, which no one knows if it actually exists or not. And then they were saying, "No, we're going to take the Arsenal fans are like, no, we're going to take legal action against this. We're going to get it done. Yeah. We're going to get it all sorted." I was like, "How old are you? Age twelve or something?" She's like, "Grow up, yeah. man." I was like, "Oh yeah, we've released the clause. We've done this. We're like, fun. We don't have to do nothing. Go home and yeah. shut up, man." <laughs> Oh. Well, even even John Henry was like, "No, nah, what is smoke?" Yeah, what is smoke? like Morgan Freeman. Got... He's like Morgan Freeman in that clip. You smoke crack, don't you? Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I would have that tweet was probably top ten, top ten tweets of all time, fam. That was just so random. I, I it was out of nowhere. That and the rap it was so random, bro. It was just like a Friday night or something, and <laughs> just he popped up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Whoa." 
Like, Man had a few glasses of vino. I was like, yeah, let me get these tweets <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. No, but no, but no. I hear him though, because think about it at the time. I'm just thinking. Like, what? I'm <laughs> 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 probably looking at you so like, hold on. And what did my man say? Man. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, man, man was on what? Like, fair enough, man's a man, a mad you in it. Man bit someone, like, <laughs> but man was like, you're telling man 33 more one pound. Are you mad? Like, what? Obviously, my man's a racist in that, but he's still thinking now, nah, fam. You've got my man's a bag of man. Like, at least you're 50 M's or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, like yeah, 40 million quid in a pound. Like, he did bite no. someone. I was like, yeah, but he just did bad bag like bare gold. So, you know, you're going to have to pay the piece if you want it. I'll bet you he tweeted back bear quick. Are you about respect the thing, fam? Put some money in. Bro, what? What? 40 mil plus? Hey, Linda, get my glasses, fam. These men are taking me. <laughs> <laughs> he must be in vet. You know how mad it is for, you know for a billionaire to, to, to tweet like, To tweet that. Only for a pound. <laughs> only... Only Trump tweets like that. Like, <laughs> nah. To be, to be fair to Trump, he's kind of like top five tweeters. Doa. Like, so, so, uh, he, nah, he, nah, nah, he's the greatest tweeter of all time. Nah, 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 nah. He's, no, he's, no, he's, he's the goal. He's the goal. Yeah. Nah, he's the goal. He's the goal. Man yeah. is president. Man, man, I know this is not a politics one, but man is president, talking like he's on the TL and uh, doing topics every day. Talking like, mad. Bro, Christ. it's like Trump seeing his name on shade, bro, and God, it's not me. I didn't do it. I didn't get top. <laughs> He's talking it's, mad crud every day. Uh, every when day. Chance, when, you, when you got a chance tonight, about 11 or 12 o'clock, just watch CNN and just watch this guy work, fam. Fam, he tells, <laughs> he tells reporters, like, yo, what are you asking me right now? Are you man all right? <laughs> what should you work for? I get, I get, I get. Some big level. <laughs> He's like, you man on fake news. You man on fake news, like. He's, he's mad he's, crud. He's top five goal. Of anything, <laughs> it's like I, it's funny. No, nah, he's, he's top five president. Said all that. He's real. Fun. He's, <laughs> he's not him. He's, oh, he's out here liable on the bro, every day. This this guy is, you know, one of the worst people to ever walk the face of the planet. In it, but the tweets, it's something different, man. They they <laughs> differently. Um, has have you seen his? Um, have you seen his politics? His um thingy, his um promo video. For for the oh, for the next election, yeah. My God, this that's guy what I knew. Yeah. That's what I knew. That this guy, he doesn't care. He has yeah, no regard. He's gonna win. He's out here. It's man's, like he's it's like looking he, at them man. It's like he's got what? Gets doing war dubs for him in the background or something. Like, um, <laughs> he's nuts, bro. I've never seen anything like it, bro. Obviously. Despicable man, we don't advocate for him or any of his policies. Bro. At all. At all. We cannot make that more abundantly clear before people <laughs> oh, start packing it up. It's like, you know. Oh, game recognises game in there, like, you know, we know, <laughs> we know, we know, yeah, you know, you know. Good stuff. Yeah, my whole side John up the Henry, man. Like, like, that, that tweet was, it's, it's in the archive forever. John, he- he John, 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 John Henry, top two skating men, is not two. He was vexed. He must be drinking the most expensive wine. Thinking, oh, I am lit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Ellis says, like Linda, go and get my phone. I'm gonna teach these bitches what this is about. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Linda, where's the satellite phone? Get the satellite. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, for a fact, before he tweeted it, he must have wrote. He probably rang like Tom Werner. I was like, Yo, 
My man, you hear what my man said, bro? It's like in the video. Are you, are you, are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? Yeah, John, you just got a call. You just got a call from. We just got a bid in from Ibu Gadidas. A boy. Yeah, forty mil and one pound fifty. Now what? No, you mean forty? Wait, forty one point five mil. You're telling me that, right? No, no, forty mil and one pound fifty. He must have been angry. Nah, they don't take it. Mad. Just... Nah, that was funny. <sighs> I don't even but know. He was... Yeah, Why would you... Like, I don't know how they got that information that that's his release clause in it. Why would you believe anything like that, fam? That's a mad release clause to have, fam. If it was his release clause, but... If it's like... his release clause, they should just... They should just meet it. Like, don't meet his release clause and put back an extra pound. That's just... Yeah, don't do was that with, was that with Barcelona? It was like fam, like when Barcelona when Bar- when um PSG went for Barcelona, like name was Barcelona were like no, and the name was like I can't lie, big man. Neymar was like, I'll give you the money myself. Let me leave. but no, boys, as usual, I've had a had a lot of fun recording the pod. Um, some good laughs as always, and um. But yeah, it's 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 been a good one as per usual. Yeah, that's been good, man. Yeah, good as well. Yeah, the new tangent about Trump. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, so, yeah, go, go. all content is good content, eh? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, well, that's that's that is the uh, that is the part for this week. Um, thank you to Ellis, Julian, Anik for joining me this week. Uh, of course, we'll be back next Tuesday with a. Another episode of Copper Fracas, part of the Touchline Fracas Network. But until then, stay safe, stay indoors, and we'll see you soon. <laughs> yeah, home. Okay. What's your hand? <laughs>ready to ride metro we want you to know we're ready for you here are just a few of the people at metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe we're cleaning like never before we're hospital grade clean you'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the metro no mask no metro need one we have a few extras at metro we're doing our part to keep the dc area moving find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part Podcast Network.